Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Time. Half past nine. There are, for example... Two distinctly divergent schools of thought on the question of whether there is an essential difference in kind between one entire group of mental disorders, which are called neuroses, and another, which we know as psychosis. Uh, Dr. Lincoln. Yes, Lee. Surely in practice, this distinction is a useful and convenient one. I think we all should know that under its terms... Neuroses are those disorders of emotional and also intellectual functionings with no loss of contact with reality. Psychoses, on the other hand, as, as you'll agree, Doctor, are... Uh... Yeah, There's yeah. a phone call for you. Tony Carpetti's been knocked off. Narcotics wants you. What? Who's phoning? Johnny Bridges. All right, I'll come. Uh, if you'll excuse me, Dr. Lincoln, uh, gentlemen... Goodyear presents The Sounds of Darkness. Tire and Rubber Company, makers of passenger, truck, and tractor tires for every requirement in South Africa's farming, commerce, and industry, bring you Lee Masters, the blind detective who challenges the sounds of darkness. Sounds of Darkness, you will hear Tony Jay as Lee Masters, James Weiss as Johnny Bridges, and Elaine Lee as Samantha Darlington. Others in the cast are Hugh Rouse, Brian O'Shaughnessy, and Gordon Mulholland. And now let's join the world of Lee Masters in tonight's Sounds of Darkness, The Smell of Death. You got my message? Yeah, I got it, Johnny. During the lecture. Dry your eyes, Sam. All the crying in the world won't bring him back. Um, I'm sorry, Lee. I, I wasn't really crying. Well, stop sniffling, then. I heard it the moment I came in. 
That's how I knew you were here. Sorry, honey, but take it easy. All right, Johnny. When, where, and why? Well, I don't know all that much about it, Lee. He was out on a case, as you know. Either a junkie or a wheeler got him. Broken neck outside a small speakeasy about an hour back. How long dead? Killed about four this morning. And he lay there outside until nine this morning? It seems so, Lee. It was a back chine on 5th and 27th. Even if they saw anything down there, they wouldn't talk about it. You know how they love cops. Who's on it, Johnny? Neil Bates. He rang here. Wants your help. Mm. Feeling better now, Sam? Yeah, Lee. I- I'm sorry. It's just that we've known Tony a long time, and, well, he was a nice guy. Oh, it all seems so senseless. Yeah. I knew him about ten years. And ten years is a long time to live in narcotics. He could have got bumped off a long time ago. For, say, about five years, Tony's been living on borrowed time. Look at it that way, Sam, and it won't hurt so much. Gee, thanks, Lee. I'm sorry I'm so snivelly. You want me to get Bates for you? Uh, please. And a cup of coffee. Black, like Johnny's there on the table. Oh, Bates first or coffee, Lee? Coffee, Sam. Okay. Johnny, did they circle off the area? Yeah, Lee. Bates said to tell you it's being held that way until you look at the scene. Why not homicide? Uh, they're onto it as well, Lee, but this is narcotics, don't forget. FBI work. Our work, Lee. Plus the fact that Tony was an old friend, in a way. McDonald must miss him. He was one of Tony's takers. They shared an apartment and a mother. It's true. He's Tony's half-brother. As volatile, as precipitate as Tony ever was. But who killed him? A junkie? Denied a fix? Desperate? A wheeler? Stopped by Tony from selling the smoke? I wonder. It's not going to be easy, Lee. No. And when things aren't easy, look under the obvious. Even look inside a dead man if you have to. Not working, Lee. I made you innocent, okay? Thanks, Sam. No milk, just like I said. So, Tony Carpetti. You want to know something, Johnny? Something worth remembering? Death smells before it happens, as it's happening, after it's happened. It smells like burnt milk. Sharp. Acrid. Sam, get me Neil Bates, will you? Uh, this is where it happened, Lee. No one disturbed the place. Oh, the guy that saw the body land out of here as quick as he could. Didn't touch a thing. Okay, Johnny, tell me what you see. They're just this little alley, Lee, about 15 feet across. The stretch is from here to 28th. About 40 yards at the most. High walls both sides, about 8 feet high. Garbage bins down the bottom. Tarmac in the center of the alley. A bit of muck and gravel both sides for about uh, 2 feet in. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, Neil, the body? Uh, just about over here. Where he found it. Was it found facing up or down? Facing down, Lee. Head uh, my side, over here, this side. 
Okay, tell me about the prints, Johnny. Uh, two sets, Lee, close together, one small. Yeah, that would be Tony. He took size six. He was small, like his Aitai forebears. And? Uh, bigger prints next to his, walking parallel. No, maybe a six-inch stretch behind the others. No, no more prints. The depression in the ground. So they were walking off the tarmac. Tony inside, right? Yeah, but how did you know? Tony was a careful man. He'd walk close to a wall any time. Well, let me see now. They walk together, then stop here. Yeah. Let me feel. The larger prints circle round behind. That's how he was chopped down. By someone he knew. Who stopped with him in this alley. Probably asked for a cigarette. Took out matches. And dropped them behind Tony. Then he stood up. And struck with his fist at the back of the neck. Neck broke, eh? Tony dies. Now, look, Lee, this is all very clever, clever. Homicide can deal with this. I call you across to give me a hand on the narcotic side, not to... There's a small depression here. <sighs> it could have been a box of matches dropped by the killer. No, no, more likely a lighter. Uh, Neil, you were saying? Leave this to homicide, Lee. You and I got a lot to talk about. All right. Let's go to your office and talk. Was Tony still mucking about with women, by the way? Uh, no, I, I heard he'd stop that. I want to talk to your informant first. Then we'll go to your office. Take me to him, Johnny. That's all I see. I see this small man, Lee. We have a talk. I remember him. He's the people come from Milano. Same as mine. He eats a hamburger, then he goes out. I did not see him again until I walk out. I go through the alley to 28th Street to where I live. I see the body. I ring the police. Alice, mister. That is all I know. Take it easy. I believe you. He spoke to no one else? No, I am sure of that. Uh, no one at all. But he was killed by a man he knew. Okay, uh, Franco, if that's your name. You won't be booked. But I think the cops will want you to stick around. But uh, you are the cops, uh, mister. Yeah. <laughs> Once removed. Don't try and work it out. Neil, let's go. got the strangler yet, Lee. Should strike soon, so Kearney says. It's after the 24th. What does Kearney know about crime, Johnny? Or the phases of the moon? Or the meaning of killings on the 24th of each month? Well, he is the DA, and boy, are they kicking at him. Why don't the police safeguard the lives of every citizen? Why don't they do something about it? Yeah, I should hate to be in his shoes. Ah, the strangler's a nut. Did I get him in the end? No description, though. Clever nut. The way I admire him. Don't get me wrong on that, please. He's bumped off four people. They can't even begin to find him. Admire a maniac, Neil? Possibly. Schizoids live in a world of their own. I can understand that. Is he schizoid, I wonder? Or just psychopathic? Hebephrenic? Catatonic? Paranoid? Well, that's the killing stage. Lee, you've been attending FBI lectures again? Yeah. Doc Lincoln. He knows his stuff. Yeah, we're changing the subject. Any hunches on Carpetti yet? No, not yet. No hunches. 
Just a few deductions. He was onto something big, wasn't he? Yeah, heroin. Gonna crack it, too, he thought. Yeah, he thought. Don't mind our using your radio room like this, Bob. Well, no, sir. Glad to see you on the team. When's Johnny reporting in from the car? Should be any moment. He's watching Carter and McDonald, two of Tony's best boys. Trying to make contact with Tony's lead, huh? Yeah, that's right. Car 42 calling in. Car 42 calling in. Come in, Pete. You got Lee Masters there. Johnny Bridges wants to talk with him over. Got him right here. Hold on. Okay, Lee, it's yours. Thanks. Johnny... Lee, we haven't got much. We are parked out of sight down here. The Carter McDonald are on the corner. Now, I'm watching them like you said I should. This place was Tony's last connection with the drug boys, but nothing's happened so far. And those poor guys have been standing out in the rain for over two hours. Over. Right. Now, you check that speakeasy again. Yeah, Lee, nothing. Actually, Lee, we're in a bit of a fix. The Carter McDonald don't know who Tony made contact with. It's like working in the dark. Over. Uh, that's something I'm used to, Johnny. Now listen, he was onto something. Heroin, smoke. Someone was buying and squealing. Whoever squealed to Tony, if it happened that way, will still want his dough. Okay, keep looking, Johnny. Call me back in 20. Okay, Lee, we'll call. Over and out. You know, Bob, it's the wrong way around. What is, Lee? Who gets killed when someone squeals? The cop? Seldom. More often, the squealer by his own rats. But Tony gets slugged. And he's a big boy in narcotics, well known. Why? Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Unless it... Oh, I don't know. I try to work it out since it happened. You got any hunches? No hunches, Bob. A deduction. The beginnings of a deduction. At a tangent. A rather crazy tangent, Bob. You are listening to The Smell of Death. Tonight's Sounds of Darkness brought to you by Goodyear, the greatest name in rubber. Disturb us. You know, for someone so close to Tony, he seems mighty unconcerned. Uh, fatalist, maybe. They happen in our business. Yeah. You want me to check the bookcase again? And what about telling me what we're looking for? Now, just look for something small and innocent, Johnny. Nothing. Well, that painting's still in the middle of the wall. Tony always kept a painting. You know, reproduction old master. In the middle wall of this apartment. Yeah, it's still there. Johnny, if you were trying to hide something small in this place, where would you do it? Maybe behind that picture. Help me get it down, will okay. you? <coughs> no, nothing behind it, Lee. Cardboard at the back. Mm-hmm. We press down like this. Yeah, slight flat projection. And a slit in the cardboard above it. 
Get it out for me, Johnny. All right. A diary? Right. All right, don't confirm it. He always kept a diary. Recorded his life in it, as it were. When Neil told me they'd found nothing, I... Read it to me, Johnny, slowly, from the beginning. I saw him. I know him. Someone close to me. Carter and MacDonald weren't with me this night, nor on the others. But I have seen him. Hmm. That's interesting, Johnny. Very interesting. Now, here's a lesson in observation for you. Take a well-known date. Attach to it something you've read about. Think of someone who attracts to himself that which he fears most. And think of someone who goes beyond the meaning, the implication held in this diary. Ooh, that's a real Lee Masters puzzle. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, yeah, hi. What's going on here? Oh, I saw the lighter. I thought maybe the, the place had been broken into, huh? It's McDonald, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you got permission to bust into my apartment, huh? It was Tony's, too. Don't forget that. Sorry, McDonald. We were just putting out feelers. Oh, well, the guy's dead. Leave him be. All right, so we find his killer, then we think different. Uh, but leave him be. He was a great guy. Yeah, he was. An unhappy man? Unhappy? Well, who's happy? He's dead, that's all. All right, McDonald. Sorry we broke in. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. Forget it. Um, I could do with a rye. Uh, you won't join me, huh? No, no, no. We'll, uh, we'll be going. Now, look, the homicide was told someone was in the flat. This is before McDonald gets to you. Ten minutes after you leave, homicide arrives. Thinking maybe a mob was breaking up the place. Why didn't you get my permission first? What are you doing anyway? Casing the joint? Like we told McDonald. Just checking, Neil. Well, don't check without me in the future, get it? Why so angry, Neil? Obsessed by something. I don't like being roasted by a half-baked, trumped-up chief of homicide, that's why. Well? Well, what, Neil? You know, you're confusing poor Sam. Aren't you gonna... gonna apologize or something? All right, I apologize. Yeah. Well, I... I guess your men will leave it. For heaven's sake, let me know what you're doing, will you? Why didn't you phone through to me, Neil? Here at the office. Because I wanted to have it out with you myself. In person. I know you're the great Lee Masters, but to me, sometimes you're just a... Yeah? No, you're, you're a great guy, Lee. I'm... I'm sorry. But head up about Tony's death. I, the break he was waiting for that just hasn't broken. I guess I've forgotten, too, how you work. I'm sorry. Forget it. No news from Carter or McDonald? Oh, no. Nothing at all. You're sending Johnny out with him again? Yeah, tonight. Ah, if it's okay with you. I said I'm sorry. Don't rub it in. Lee, uh, maybe Neil can explain the diary we found. Lee? Yeah. Uh, Neil, I I was going to tell you about that. We found a diary in Tony's flat. You... You said you weren't in there looking for anything, Lee? I wasn't looking for it. I knew it would be there. But there's nothing in it, really. Just a 
half page toward the end. Something about dates, seeing someone. I, I'd better take it with me, I guess. I'll give it to him, Johnny. Okay. No, no, let me. Here, Neil. Thanks. Uh, your hand's shaking, Neil. You mustn't lose your temper so much. I, I'm getting on, that's all. Palsy, you know. I'll hand this over to Baker, homicide, when I've gone through it. You do that, Neil. Okay, then I, I'll be going. I'm sorry I bit your head off, Lee. Well, it's still there on my shoulders. Yeah, so long. Well, did uh, I make a boo-boo giving him the diary? He's FBI, assistant head of narcotics. Wants to find Tony's killer. Wants Tony's contacts followed up. What do you think? Lee, and I don't know much about psychology, but that was an unnatural reaction of his. He's been dealing with the straight cops for years, so... Or perhaps he is getting old and palsied, as he said. I was thinking about that conundrum you told me. Oh, yeah? Something I read about. Now, what's a particular interest recently? The Strangler. Now, that's step one. <laughs> a psychopathic killer may attract to himself what he fears most, being found out. Mm. Or the man who's able to find him out. So find Yeah, yeah, me. keep going, Johnny. Yeah. Now, someone who seems beyond the meaning of the dates in the diary. Someone untouchable. Someone not connected with the 24th. The 24th of the last four months. Someone known to Tony Carpetti, seen by Tony Carpetti, on the nights he was out on narcotics, but... But Lee, it... It can't be. It, it can't be. You know, mania is not found as often as we like to think, Johnny. Pure obsessional mania, that is. Without a schizoid imprint. Yeah, tension, irrationality, psychopathic mania. Johnny! Johnny, what are you getting at? It all points to one man, Sam. The man who shouldn't be suspected. The man who killed those people and Tony Carpetti. Neil Bates. What? Who killed Tony because... Because somehow Tony had found out. Are you out of your mind, Johnny? We've known Neil for years. Oh, Neil Bates, the famous strangler of nonsense. <laughs> well, Johnny, you're doing all right. Except for one thing. Yeah? The strangler hasn't killed again. Think about that while Sam gets me a number. Sam. Uh-huh. McDonald and Carter, Tony's takers. I'm going to ask them to meet us tonight. Then I'll ring Neil Bates. He'll be along, too. You're aiming for a dramatic showdown, Ely? With those two along to help? Well, we can do it on our own. Get me that number, Sam. Right. I'm, I'm waiting, Johnny, for someone to react. That's all. It'll happen tonight. Can you beat it? Neil Bates. Well, if he confesses with Carter McDonald as witnesses, you've got him sewn up. All right, all right, Lee, let's get on with it. Now, you'll wonder why I called you here tonight, and why here. Sense of the dramatic, I suppose. I know who killed Carpetti. At least I think I know. I could be wrong. Not you, Lee. Tony was a friend of mine. He wasn't onto anything big. He wasn't going to break a case like Neil here thinks. Well, what was he up to then? Did he have to drag us down here to this warehouse to play the brain, Lee? Tony was up to something in a way. 
He knew what was going on. Uh, what was that, Mr. Masters? He knew who the Strangler was. The Strangler who's been filling the city of New York with fear for the last four months. That's why he died. Tell you, or will you tell me? Now, look here, Lee. This has gone on long enough. Oh, Johnny, please, don't forget. Leave gun. him, leave him, Johnny. You little run back. You shut up, Neil. He was going for his gun, Lee. I was reaching for my handkerchief. You were what? It wasn't your fault, Johnny. I let you deduce a few things, but perhaps you don't know Dr. Lincoln, and that makes a difference. The answer to the poser? First, who killed on the 24th of the last four months? I'll tell you. Tony Carpetti. What? Oh, Lena. Oh, this. Yeah, Isn't right, that Lee. right, McDonald? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard some outside. I, I, I better go check. Uh, you, you see it? Well, you know. Yeah. Look within a dead man, Johnny. Tony was the killer. But who killed Tony? The diary, the evidence, Neil here? Sometimes a psychopathic personality knows what he's done, though he feels no guilt. And such a personality can develop late in life. Lincoln again. Tony kept a diary. He knew he was an insane killer. The him referred to in his diary, himself. His other killing self. Yeah, I'll leave it. That still doesn't explain what Think of someone who might have been tainted, who feared in himself what Tony was doing. Tony, his blood relative. McDonald. McDonald! And there dies your killer. Don't ask me how he found out about his half-brother, but he did. And maybe he killed in self-defense. It was the 24th, remember. Maybe a mercy killing. Yeah, believe why he killed himself now. He could have stood trial, got off. Fear, Neil, of what he might one day do. All right. Let's go collect the body. Oh, uh, tell me. You don't happen to smell something like... like burnt milk, do you? So ends tonight's Sounds of Darkness. Presented for your entertainment by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. Makers of world-famous passenger tires, truck and tractor tires for every requirement in South Africa's farming, commerce and industry. Join us next Friday and every Friday night at 9.30 when Goodyear will again present the blind detective Lee Masters in... The Sounds of Darkness.
you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.